Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Don't know what we want, but we know how to get it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's me, it's Marcus Speller in your ears. Can you believe your luck? Jim Campbell's here as well. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And Pete Donaldson's here. It's been a while, hasn't oh. it? Freeze oh. company, but four's a ramble. I'm here to stink up the ramblo. Oh, that's good. We've missed your stench, you dirty <laughs> little sausage. <laughs> um, diplomatic mission. <laughs> oh, it's lovely to have you back. Now, Peter, recently Arsene Wenger said he'd cry if football over the Christmas period was taken away, despite Louis van Gaal saying the lack of a winter break in English football is the most evil thing of this culture. Oh, <laughs> why, mm. why did he say he'd cry? That's mad. Because he's, mad. he's obviously emotionally attached to the, the, the Christmas football calendar. Do, do Arsenal fare well around about that time? It depends on the season. <laughs> Some, sometimes the blip will come at Christmas, sometimes yeah. it will come first, sometimes it will come last. One uh, of those. You uh, mean, I think it depends on the moon. One of the blips. <laughs> Arsenal, could have, uh, yeah. Arsenal could become the first team to have their blip 
in a winter break <laughs> where there's no football actually being played. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if it came down to a straight, uh, straight um, strip to the waist wrestle between Wenger and Van Gaal over the, the implementation yeah. of a winter break or I not, think we all know Van Gaal would batter him. Yeah. Yeah, he would batter him. Yeah, he would. I, I can imagine Wenger greasing himself up, though, which Van Gaal won't be prepared Being for. Being wiry, just, maybe, yeah, yeah. I think he'd snap him like a Christmas box of mac- matchsticks. I do as well. His little arms. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't like that you call him Van Gaal instead of Van Hart. I've changed that. I don't know why I changed mm, it. Jim I, went with you as well. I might go back at a later date. Well, because of the BBC, then uh, we can do either. Mm. We can do either. What one thing in football, if it was taken away, would upset you, possibly even to tears, Jim? Um, <laughs> one thing I would be sad to see the back of, mm. and this may sound an odd choice initially, uh, would be shirtless Newcastle fans. <laughs> uh, now, obviously, it's not... Not often a pleasant sight. It is one of the great sort of mysteries of nature. Why do they do it? How are they not cold? Because we see it every winter. Like December comes around and they're shirtless. They're just Happens proud the of, of how cold they can bear it to be. And it's, it's confusing. But, you know, it's, there's a lot of sponsorship in football now. A lot of it is from overseas. Uh, there's a chance that sponsors could go, can you, can you stop them doing this? No, it's part <laughs> of the very fabric is, of our game. Yeah, this is really... This is upsetting the children of China. Can you, can you stop this, please? But I, that would be sad. We'd lose some of the identity of the game if we made them put shirts on. Well, A, there's a lot of children in China, and B, rising sea levels, and, uh, you know, it's going to get warmer. It's going to yeah. get warmer. What are they going to do then? Take the skin off like that Robbie Williams video? Yeah. I don't think so. That's the only, I hope that's, not. That's the only recourse left. Mm. All they got to go with. If, yeah. I mean, with rising sea levels and whatnot, maybe in speedos like the Everton fan. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, that yeah. was for charity, was it? Oh, that's a shame when you hear Somebody about that. Somebody mentioned... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm afraid you should do it. Why yeah. do you... Well, this is an important question. Uh, why do you hate charity? Uh, how long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> it did seem like that was a challenge to the Newcastle fans to see how see how much further yeah. they could take it. Actually, Pete, I remember you saying you were at a Newcastle game once and you saw um, a man who was sat down and he had a hole in his uh, jeans and uh, one of his testes popped out without him right, realising. Yeah. Is that right? Dirty boy. He just, he just um, does your do your gussets not um, uh, wear and tear every yeah. now and again? Yeah, on the jeans, yeah, on the jeans, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So why do you, but you'd have to be looking up there. I wasn't. I, I can't remember whether it was a picture. Or I actually saw it uh, with my own eyes. Did but either way, uh, one testicle was um, peeping out to say hello. Did you have that little telescope that could look around corners on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one's popped out, PT's, the other one's staying in. PT's te- telescope. <laughs> Testy telescope. <Yeah>. I once... <laughs> PT's <laughs> periscope. It'd be a periscope if you look around the corner. I, um, I once saw a, a kid about 16 <laughs> with his shirt off at a Portsmouth game and it was bitterly cold and he was obviously trying to emulate his older fan idiot heroes who mm. had their shirts off and he looked so cold that genuinely in, by the middle of the second half people around him are going honestly mate I'll put your shirt back on mm. now you've <laughs> yeah. made your point it's alright he's wearing a kit now <laughs> no that's just his skin's gone blue and eventually he did put, he actually did mm. put a shirt back on why he was in terrible trouble why doesn't uh, why don't players like Pirlo um, uh, use a periscope for corners well, it, did you see Pirlo's near post defending on that MLS game at the I weekend? I did, it, it was, was a beautiful animated gif. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a man look more bemused at a ball going into the back of the net. Uh, it was like he'd never seen the ball before. <laughs> Rob score two back-heeled goals. He's got two goals in a minute, I think. Having a lovely time. Yeah. yeah. Back to the question, though. So, Jim, you've gone for <laughs> I've gone the new okay. co- uh, people with their shirts off. You'd, you'd yeah. hate to see the back of that. Fans. Uh, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, Luke? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for... The one thing I'd hate to see the back of is the National um, Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, the okay. FA Hall of Fame, uh, because it served me up with an absolutely magnificent slice of entertainment uh, last week, mm. which I'm now going to regale you guys with. Yep. Um, as you all know, Pre- Chinese President Xi Jinping visited the UK last week, mm-hmm. and he went to go visit the Football Hall of Fame. He did. Mm. Coincidentally, 
And it is a coincidence, Mr. Sanji Hai was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Hall of Fame. They really want the money, don't he they, was, the British government? He was inducted in on the very same day, and I'll leave this with the, the, the piece de resistance, Sanji Hai's most recent contribution to the Premier League? Yeah. Playing in the 8-1 defeat by Middlesbrough <laughs> for Man wow. City. That's enough to get you in that Hall of Fame, yeah. then keep it. I hate to see the back of it. And oh the, my and goodness! The, and they've changed the name of the FA Cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, Osborne's after the billions, isn't he? Yeah. He will do anything. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely anything. Pete, farts and flasks. Right. Okay. Did you do you remember the question? <laughs> well, I, do, I just want. I, I just think you didn't um, say farts in flask. No, you? no, a flask, uh, like flask. a like a flask of hot bovril <laughs> and the associated smells that comes along with <laughs> drinking lots of bovril. I just yeah. think it, it just it's a heady mix. It reminds me of being a child. And now on there's the no terrace. smoking. Now there's no smoking at games. It smells of farts quite a lot now. Yeah, nightclubs yeah. do yeah. too, and pubs. Yeah. Terrible. Mm. Yeah. 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 So okay. keep that. Keep that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's hard to think of how they would get rid of farts from a game, <laughs> given that human beings are always involved. And whenever you get human plugins. beings, they'd hand you a cork Glade before you plugins. Where's the, plug where in. is that plugging in? Beneath each seat. <laughs> Beneath each seat. Yeah, that'd yeah. be lovely. I'd like Glade that. plugins, but until people's eyes are watering. Yeah, with a, a lavender. Husk. I wouldn't. I, I would much prefer that. I, I, I would miss the bovril. Not that I ever have it, but as you say, there's an ounce of tradition that's needed to be kept mm. in this uh, era of modern I mean, football. I, I mean, we don't drink enough meaty gravy related. You do. Water, do we? <laughs> I might do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like to get a big bowl of Twiglets and fill it with um, water and have it like a cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and drink the juice. If that's not going to give you farts, I don't know what will. <laughs> and liver problems. <laughs> um, Possibly not true. <laughs> Finished? Please, please consult your medical professional. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the Surgeon General. Um, Sven. Okay, yeah, he's also, gone. Yeah. He, is, he is gone. Also involved in the eight one. Yeah, he, he yeah, was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Luke's got the points for his, just for research alone. Thank you very much. <laughs> that seemed like a story that couldn't pass Hang by on. the I think China have got the yeah. points. Yeah, <laughs> and please invest billions in. We've got uh, no choice in that. Yeah, in this podcast. Um, let's go to the Premier League. Oh, Mostradamus <laughs> rise again. Strikes again. Blumenek. It's a potent power. <laughs> <laughs> a month in advance as well, Luke. A potent power of prediction. Once the prediction's been set. Yeah. Once the die has been cast, and the and, and the wheels are in motion, mm-hmm. he hadn't he didn't have a prayer, did he? No, no he I bet not. he ain't not never felt so bad. <laughs> no, he hasn't. No. Once he finds out how his mean it did it, I'll tell you, I'm going to be. He's probably going to send a cut of his pals from Boreham Wood to duff me up. Good. <laughs> yeah, I still think he'd be a bit matey with you. Yeah, he probably would. Yeah, he probably yeah, old, would. Old Tim Sherwood. Um, but yeah, he'd I mean, buy you a pint afterwards. It was. It, it, do you reckon? No, I don't yeah. reckon he would. Yeah, I, I yeah, think yeah. he'd punch you and buy you a pint afterwards to show you that he's a good geezer. For the, for the, for those who um, who don't remember Luke's um, little it, Sherwood was prediction, it the show, let's it? have a little recap. Well, this is his earlier prediction. Are you are the only one surprised by that? You are. Stuart Pearce is not a very good manager. <laughs> At a certain level, I'll yeah. put something out there right now. He will be gone by March. Yeah, got, got that Mark. one right, didn't I? <laughs> gone by March. <laughs> He'd be gone by March, and he was yeah. gone, he by, gone March. by March. So Luke's uh, Mustardamus uh, prediction was correct. Um, here's, here's the next clip. Do you want a Tim Sherwood prediction, please? Go on. I genuinely have done gone a, by Mark. a crunch some numbers. <laughs> I think he'll be gone by the 30th of November. Oh, I love that! Wow, wow. Yes, I love that. that day. Tim Sherwood gone by the 30th of November. You're looking, you're looking good, Luke. 20 5th of October. Give myself a bit of wriggle room. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was looking a little bit dicey back Where, in the last season. Do you know what? My life, the last month or so, my life has become a, a roller coaster. <laughs> and when when uh, Villa scored the first goal against Swansea, I was like, oh, for God's sake. 
<laughs> luckily for, for for and luckily for Villa fans, let's be honest. Yeah. 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 Luckily for them, um, he, he's he's been given his marching orders and, and rightly so. Well, we got some more clips as well, uh, Luke. I think Hazard might explode this season. <laughs> not literally. I think he might go really, really big. I think he might really <laughs> stake a claim as, as being um, as being pushing Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah. There's still oh, Jim, time. Jim, get involved. <laughs> I'm just enabling you. Oh, 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 you a platform. There's still time. There's still, yeah. There's still time. Yeah, there's do, a long do, way to go. Do you want one more clip? Yeah, yeah. I love one, yeah. And then just to finish off with uh, the Premier League, Slavon Bilic, we're looking forward to that in West Ham. Yeah. Also in teams that I fear for this season, <laughs> <laughs> West Ham are in, I think, trouble. Right. I think, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. in third. That's where they are. <laughs> Best ever start the Premier League. He's that good enough for them. They're two though. points off the want, top currently. Do you want one final clip? Yes, I'd love one, please. <laughs> Forget yeah. it's the paper which bears <laughs> his name upon it as well as mine in recognising never to go to war with one another again. again. Hooray! Oh. Oh. Peter B, the yeah. purple round was very own Neville Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> There's no wrong with that. I have in my hands fingers a P45. Crossed, fingers crossed the church will come along before it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you chuck enough shit at wall. <laughs> I mean, but to be fair, on the managerial side of things, you're spot on. It's my, everyone's got to have a special, a specialist yeah. subject. We look forward to the next one, but we're not going to push you because we know right. that you can't yeah. rush it creativity. It doesn't work like that, does it? <laughs> it comes through me, not from me. That's right, yeah. that's yeah. right. Exactly. You're a lot like Psychic Sally in that yeah. sense. Yeah, but Sorry, like Derek Akora. Derek Akora. You're worse than him with Sven. Talk about yeah. Derek Akora every week. He's a fascinating chap. <laughs> Let's at least all acknowledge yeah. that. I think we can all agree on that. Back to the game, the AU brothers were on the score sheet. They, they were. were. Pleasing. It was very pleasing. Boom, I, I, boom, boom. I don't think Let that's me the, hear you say AU. They, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not the first time they've played against each other, is it? Because no. they would have played against each other in France. They did. Yeah, the and time. I think, did they both score in that game as well? I think they may have done. I think what, Marseille v Lorient. Possibly. I think Jordan got the better of him. He, did. Yeah, France, he certainly did. But Andre got the better of him this time round. Yeah, I mean, the Aston Villa thing, I mean, one thing I will say for Sherwood is that, and, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but at least recently, to his credit, he's not really been given a huge amount of excuses. He's not, he's not, he's not no, at all no, he squirmed. Hasn't. Like I thought, because if you think about it, we, we wrote him off a little bit as a Harry Redknapp light. And Harry Redknapp, as soon as things start going wrong, he'll mm. start saying they did this and they did that rather yeah, than we yeah, did yeah, this. Yeah. And Tim, Tim Sherwood's never done that. He's started no. up to it. He said that, you know, because mm. the other day when, when someone said to him, oh, is, is Tim Sherwood in trouble? And he said, the whole club's in trouble. Yeah. And that is true. That is true. It's true. But and- he, 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 he's tried to spin a narrative around having young players and all this other stuff. And actually, that's not fair, I don't think. I yeah. think he's got a lot of experienced Premier League players I, in there I, as well. Yeah. But as you I, say, though, I, I don't remember Sherwood even once mentioning his knees. Like, not no, even once. Exactly, I ju- yeah. So. I just. I just don't think I can cut it at this level. <laughs> yeah. That would have been very refreshing, wouldn't it? Uh, almost as refreshing as if Tim Sherwood's wife was called Sandra. That would be brilliant. Oh. Yeah. That would be lovely. Yeah, I mean, I think Villa fans will probably be quite pleased, but it's who, who, who replaces him? There's been talk of Remy Gard. Yeah, that's Remy Gard seems man. to be the fa- favourite. Brendan yeah. Rodgers is an obvious... Um, an easy link to make. Rogers won't know. go there, really? Exactly. You would, you would think not. Pearson as well is another one. Uh, well, as a I mean, troubleshooter. Absolutely. He's <laughs> a Mo- troublemaker. The Moise sire. Yeah. Well, no. Moise, is, Moise is in a real source. We'll come on to them in the... In... Well, I'll tell you who else wants the gig. Yeah. I read this on the way in. Big Dwight York. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And if oh, Dwight York good. gets the gig, I will be making another prediction. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll probably be in hours rather than months. <laughs> and it'll still be the 30th of November. <laughs> Imagine the suits on the touchline. Ah, come on. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Dwight York gets the gig and and it gets fired before the 30s as well. Two for one. <laughs> Two yeah. for one. That's what I liked what Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank was doing with Burton. 
you know, going through the league, doing it properly, not just jumping in yeah. at the yeah. top. Savo Milosevic, get him in there. <laughs> get them all yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Bosco Balaban. Julian Jochim. <laughs> yeah, now you're talking. <laughs> I am. But at least like, with Jimmy Floyd, he's gone in there and he's out his stripes and he's yeah. and, and, and earning. Tim, but Tim Sherwood, Tim Sherwood always refused to do that, didn't he? He, yeah. he? he was linked with loads of jobs, wasn't he? To be fair to Sherwood, he was in a strange position, wasn't he, where mm. he was a coach at Tottenham and then he was offered the first team job. Yeah. You, you would be mad to turn that down. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's not entirely his fault. Think, he, t- he took a gamble on his own ability and fair enough to him. I, think, I mean, Liverpool will be gutted. Yeah, <laughs> no, they will. But I, I think, though, that some managers, they do jump in at that level and they're fine. We see that before. We've seen that before and often we have a bit of a moan if English managers aren't given the chance at Shira. that level. That, well, <laughs> said, less said about that, the better. Yeah. But, but now Sherwood probably needs to look at championship clubs. I mean, again, if, if he's offered a Premier League Job. You Does he deserve one? That's you what I wouldn't imagine. Or not even check. Well, uh, uh, certainly mm. lower than Premier League. Well, the lower league situation is an interesting question. And there's no shame in that. No, absolutely not. And I think he would be better suited to that as well because he's the sort of manager who'll go in there, he'll mm-hmm. give players a kick up the arse, he'll give them confidence. Mm. And do you know what? At, at League One, League Two level, it's probably good enough. You even know, you, some championship side. If you can get a team believing in you and believing in the project and having confidence, yeah. the problem with Tim Sherwood is at Premier League level, it's much more technical. Yeah. You need a lot of yeah. technical and tactical ability, and he, he's not capable of that. We're seeing that with, um, well, we see it every season with promoted clubs who play a, an expansive attacking style, and we want to see them stick to it. You know, Bournemouth are a great example. In fact, all three of the promoted clubs are a great example. Mm. You get up to the Premier League, you just can't do it mm. because it's, it's too tactical and too technical and complicated mm-hmm. and you know Sherwood style is, is, is a victim of exactly that thing you yeah. can't and, just and go out all guns blazing Jim. and have no plan B and there are other managers Jim who, are, who appear to me to have just completely admitted that they're not up to Premier League standard mm. and it makes perfect sense if there's players that aren't up to Premier League standard and there are managers as well look at someone like Ian Holloway mm. yeah. Neil Warnock these sorts of managers that they are great at championship level mm. look at someone like Steve Evans I mean we'll probably come on to him a bit later oh, but, we will. but Steve Evans for all the all the sort of uh, derisory comments he gets made about his personality and stuff I think he's had something like 8 promotions in 21 years mm, as a manager yeah. uh, he's clearly a very competent lower league manager mm. would you give him a Premier League job absolutely not mm. so there are levels to it and I think Tim Sherwood needs to at least be a bit more honest with himself and say he's at least initially got to find his level first well, before he can do that and initially because you'd imagine he'd have a fair few contacts in the game so he can access to perhaps players that other managers at that level may not do and, and so on and so forth and take advantage of the loan system yeah <laughs> well you, you Luke uh, didn't you sort of um, what, it was some kind of um, training afternoon with the Spurs oh it's the next gen series you yeah, 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 and, yeah he, and, was, and, he was being an arse then. and he was kind of like up and down the touchline <laughs> yeah. not really watching the game well, just the, talking to his friends yeah, and man stuff. about the dugout my memory of it was it was against mm. Wolfsburg and Wolfsburg were pretty switched on and the manager was taking it very seriously um, and they were treating it as a proper game not Tim, unreasonably no exactly and it was a proper game I mean, it's a proper I mean a couple of the games were actually at Wire Lane but this one was at Balls Cross up in uh, up in Enfield and and um and then the Spurs players came out and it was on one of the training pitches about 10 minutes later after the kickoff Sherwood came like moseying down with like a cup of coffee in a polystyrene cup just started chatting to Pat Jennings for about 20 minutes <laughs> he wasn't even watching the game no need to specify polystyrene cup no well I'm just, I'm just painting a picture <laughs> you know, I'm painting a picture New, so York, you... New York's banned polystyrene cups is that right so, have they? who would yeah. we like to see take so you over? won't be going to the Red Bulls alright no <laughs> um, who who like to... um, I think I think it probably suits someone like David Moyes actually but it depends whether he wants to to leave. What about Ricky Villa? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a name. It's a name. <laughs> yeah. to, put, to put in the hat. And the, yeah. um, okay. David Great. Villa. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> Player manager. There you go, you see. <laughs> Aston Kutcher. <laughs> 
<laughs> Aston Kutcher sounds like a footballer's name. Yeah. Yeah. Reckon, yeah. It does. Stop stalling, Peter. You know I'm moving on to the North East Derby. Yeah. Toon, toon. Black White Army. Six successive Derby wins for Sunderland. The biggest winning run in the fixtures history. So, do they even claim the points? They don't care about them, do they? This is their season. give the charity. Like a charity, like a celebrity game show. Big Sam couldn't believe his oh, luck, could he? he can only it. get better. <laughs> I can only get. And a horse was punched. Yeah. You see that? More horse punching. It is. Three one. fans punched a horse in Newcastle, but it was a an ornamental horses, horse outside right. a restaurant. Is this becoming a, a, a thing now? Apparently so. If you're um, a horse, get out of town. <laughs> we'll be a one-horse town soon. <laughs> well, and that horse will be in danger. Yeah. I've got it in my notes. Punch a gift horse in their mouth. I've got it in my notes. Some fans punched a horse again. <laughs> Herbie the fiberglass horse sits, at a sits outside a restaurant called the Herb Garden and three Newcastle fans punched him and then ran away. Oh. Is that one for each goal? <laughs> yeah, I guess it probably was, yeah. That's fun. that's satirical, though. Yeah, I don't think it that's is. That's satire. Satirical vibe. Satirical horse punching. Are yeah. the sorts of people that do that into satire? Mm. Uh, Tali Amanda Yanucci. They're into horse aside. <laughs> but to speak about the game, Newcastle started very, very well indeed. They were that, that's unlucky. the best derby performance Newcastle have put in for about five seasons. Still got beat 3 0. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they? Yeah. Still got, still got well, you know, you it can't was play a shame. I mean, 12 men, couldn't you? No, you can't. <laughs> no, you, oh, you're referring to the referee in Naughty right, Chap. Yeah, and the sending off, that means 13 men. It shouldn't have been a sending off. Should, no, you don't get an extra player for the man's <laughs> no. oh, um, uh, Colaccini doesn't get. Should that be a rule? If your man gets sent off, he has to go and play with the opposition. <laughs> Um, Colaccini was it was a harsh decision even Big Sam said that in the safety of uh, the post-match yeah. Yeah. <laughs> behind a big polystyrene cup behind three points <laughs> <laughs> and a big old grin it wasn't a sending off it wasn't a sending off I mean it was, it, it was you could have I mean the, I'm not so sure you know he's, he's barged him over but yeah but the, the ball was surely going to yeah, the keeper I mean, that's I mean, the point the, the situation in, in my view was that it was a penalty but it wasn't a red card because he's not getting to that ball. It's the, the law it is, wasn't held by Rob Elliott being a bit slow off his line. I think that was kind of... He got there quite, yeah, but mm. he was always going to get there. Mm. I mean, obvious goal-scoring opportunity, it was not, I don't think. But the, the thing that I've not seen mentioned, actually, is the fact that it was outrageously bad um, defending by Colaccini anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Colaccini of five, six years ago isn't that slow to react and isn't that slow to recover. Um, and he wouldn't have needed to do that. Mm. The, the, the point was that... Um, is it Fletcher? Stephen Fletcher? Yeah. Made that textbook run between the, between, between the centre-halves and Colachini was so close, so slow to react to it and didn't have the recovery pace to make up. He had no other option than to try and, try and make some sort of 50-50 yeah. thing and I might get away with it. Pete, and then he obviously didn't. Just overcooked it. Pete, but it wasn't a red card. Pete, did you think it was even a penalty? Uh, I think it probably was a penalty, yeah. But I, th I think, it, again, it's just, it's just again, watching the captain of, of Newcastle United um, not cover himself in glory. Yeah. And that's no kind of, uh, that's no inspiration to any young defenders in the game or even at Newcastle United. It's not his fault that he's still being picked and still being asked to play. I mean, there's well, no there's one else to play. There's no one else to play. And, you yeah. know, he's the most experienced head in, in the team. And yeah. So what you're saying when, when the McLaren says to him, what are you doing? What if you pick me, Steve? No, no, what, I'm <laughs> say, what I'm saying is, like, it's, it's, a, it's a sad state of affairs that a clearly ailing, once proud and good defender is being forced into making those sorts of decisions because his legs aren't there anymore. Mm. It's, a sh it's a shame for everyone concerned. What wasn't a shame was seeing Billy Jones score. What wasn't a shame was Big Eunice Cabal's ball oh. for the third one. Delightful. <laughs> I'll tell you, if that, had been, if that had been mid to late 90s, Manchester United counter-attacking like that, wow. I'll tell you what, we'd be loving it. We'd, that'd be, that'd be yeah. a, a staple of many a highlight yeah. DVD. And it <laughs> would have been a DVD back then as well. Yeah, and there would now be just tons of videos of that with a terrible Europop soundtrack yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. No, it would be um, oh, Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what it would be. That's often... Uh, 
often, often used, used yeah. Mm. Stephen Fletcher even had time for a dig in the post-match, didn't he? When he said um, they asked him to talk him talk them through his goal, and he said, "I looked over. I didn't. I, he said something like, I 'I didn't. I didn't expect much from uh, from Big Eunice.'" But he put the ball right on the right on the spot for him. No, can't say fairer than that. You know, ball, like breaking forward, putting an inch perfect cross onto someone. Just the technique and the confidence where he stroked it. I just think it's a really easy three points for Sunderland. Every time they, every, they just sack your manager, play in your castle in your next match, and you know you, you, you're laughing. Yeah, yeah, they are. Like, <laughs> really loud and mm. hard. More Premier League football chat after this. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So good. Very good. Very good. So good. It was a very sleepy Manchester derby. Oh, do we even have to talk about it? <laughs> well, we can just move on if you like. Let's it? move back to the other derby. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was. There's you more derbies in Newcastle. There's more derbies. I don't think we're even at the halfway point of the derby, chat. Oh, this, uh, this derby podcast. day. It could have been With called Donaldson. <laughs> He's back. Yeah, the two sides cancelled. I went for a couchio there. <laughs> yeah, um, cancelled his other round. Great defensive display from Manchester City, but Jesse Lingard nearly scored a beauty. Yeah, that volley, the technique, uh, the way he spun around. But the, the really noticeable thing about that from watching the game was it was the, the one moment of real quality in it. If you were, you know, mm. if you didn't know much about football and you you tuned into that game, you wouldn't think that was two teams right at the top of the table. No. It was just really, really drab. If and you chose that moment to start watching football, you would never watch another game again. Yeah, yeah. Van Hal said he was sick of answering questions about Rooney's form. Yeah. And I that's, suppose that's fair that's, because that's his, might be, yeah. his form hasn't improved, so we all know. I yeah. think Van Hal. I mean, listen, if he's going to keep picking him, he's going to keep getting those questions because Van, because Rooney's not performing. Mm. I was trying to think back. Um, we touched on this a little bit before maybe a week or two ago on the previous show, uh, one of the previous shows we did about Rooney, and last time he's genuinely performed in a big game. I can only think of two contributions he's made so far this season. One was that goal against Everton when the game was already won. And did he also play quite well against Sunderland at home, but Sunderland were truly bad. Mm. Other than that, Rooney's done nothing. Rooney's now playing. In the league. 
In the league, yeah. Yeah, in the mm. league, yeah, in the Premier League, yeah. Mm. Rooney is now playing like he looks like he would play. Does that make sense? <laughs> like a big clogger. Yeah, like an <laughs> old clogger. Maybe he's, got, maybe he's got really bad and his brother is getting really yeah, good. Yeah, because his brother used to be a Wayne Rooney impersonator, yeah. didn't he? So exactly. Maybe, he's maybe Wayne Rooney's been a Wayne Rooney impersonator now. We're not doing a very good job of it. I, I like Rooney. I think he seems like... I mean, he's, he's had to grow up in the public eye. He's had yeah. difficult moments, of course. He does now seem like a genuinely nice man, like a family man. He seems like a quiet, like retiring guy. He got punched yeah. in the face by his friend. Yeah, there you go. There's in an, his house. Yeah, you, you can't help but feel sorry for him if something <laughs> happened. But I think, really, he isn't performing at the level he needs to perform at now and and not, not for a Manchester United team it. that need to pick up no form. and he can be a flat track bully for England in qualifying games but we all know that I mean yeah. we're not learning anything about that and I don't I don't want to cheapen that because someone's got to score those goals and England have got to qualify for a tournament somehow but his record in big tournaments generally since 2004 has been poor we, we all know that and I don't think really there's any cause for confidence when England play a good team in the Euros next summer with Rooney leading the line. I just, I just don't see that happening, and I don't see his form improving now. It's imp- it's impossible for me to see a 30-year-old man of his physique and of his um, attitude to fitness and all that other stuff um, really improving. I, I just don't see how you can make that argument. I mean, Otamendi had a very good game, effectively he shackling Rooney. He was fantastic, absolutely Rooney. fantastic. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> Rooney used to... You know, display a lot of invention when it came to beating people, and he mm. simply doesn't now. And Otamendi was, I don't know, perhaps made to look a bit better because Rooney's quite blunt leading the line like that. And it was just for him to mop up. And I think Otamendi's <coughs> going into that game thinking, brilliant, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Because he, he can make Rooney look bad. Well, I mean, he probably will lead the line for England next uh, yeah, summer. Yeah, I think he will, yeah. Or could we see big Andy Carroll? Because <laughs> oh, he's you. back with a bang. I thought you were going to yeah. go Jamie Vardy. No, you flipped it on me then. <laughs> Andy Carroll heaping more misery on Mourinho. Yeah. I, th- I think it was the case, Andy Carroll coming back, that West Ham haven't really had the form to allow Andy Carroll to come back slowly. Because mm, he's yeah. always had injuries, yeah, but he's always been forced to come back very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, you know, um, we got told in the... Um, in the post-match, that they try their best to kind of ease him in a little bit better, mm-hmm. and, and it, his form is uh, is pretty good. That's it's great. Matches. It's great to have the luxury to, be able to do that. They've got yeah. options going forward, West Ham. They're, they're really, really struggling, as I predicted. <laughs> <laughs> they're right up there, but they've, they, you know, the Pyatt's obviously having a great time. Yeah. Lanzini's done well, and if you throw Carroll in the mix, it's just great options. Well, Anna Valencia's back as well now. Yeah, I'll eat my hat if Pyatt is there next season. <laughs> He's so good. I don't mean that disrespectfully yeah. to West Ham, but he is so good. Mm. Yeah. Very, very good player. So, always can. And the thing is, that type of player, assists and trickery mm. and nice runs, intelligent decisions, it's very hard to find a consistently good player like that. They said that, those, that type of player lends itself to drifting in and out of games, doesn't it? Yeah. Player just has just been absolutely red hot every single game of the season that I've seen. Yeah. decision-making really is superb. It's great. And, uh, uh, speaking of decision-making, by the way, Someone whose decision making has fallen off a cliff is Nemanja Matic's. <laughs> I mean, and that that is an important position in terms of decisions. Do you go to the ball? Do you tackle? Do you track the round? Do you just stuff? push someone over yeah, yeah. while on a yellow? But, but the fall, <laughs> yeah, but the fall from grace is incredible, given that he was arguably the best player in that position in the world last season. Yeah, it's, mm. it's, for, for parts of last season, certainly. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. And my friend of mine was working at that game. And he said it was absolute chaos behind give, the scenes. Give us the inside scoop. It was it was chaos behind the scenes. Apparently, Mourinho was, as you can imagine, going completely postal in English and Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, did you did you see where he had to stand? And then when West Ham oh. scored that goal, yeah. it was like it was like a Where's Wally with Mourinho. It was. He had a face like a slap bot bot. I thought it, bot, bot, I thought it was Photoshop when I first saw it. Yeah, it was. He just keeps failing, doesn't he? He's becoming a real specialist in it. Chelsea are going to be in a... Well, they are in a real predicament now because 
He's obviously, you know, he's still one of the best managers in the world. And well, Chelsea, well, current form, he's not. Well, but come on, he still is up there. His, his name's up there. And Chelsea want him to be their manager. He is their manager. They want him to last a long time. But if this continues, they're going to be in a very, very difficult position. Who who do they then go for? If yeah. if they sort of think, well, and, and also there's they've, they've, a 30-odd million payoff if, if it doesn't work out. And that's, that's a marquee signing it's, it's in a the huge, summer. It's, it's a huge amount of money, you're right. And... I mean, he refused to speak to the media afterwards, which is piss poor. Uh, he's, he's been sent to the stands, as you say, look, behind the scenes, absolute chaos. The image of the club is being dragged through the mud. Now, whatever you mm. may think of Chelsea, that's the case. And Bramovic, you know, he wanted to play Barcelona football quite famously a few years ago, uh, has realised maybe that's, that's rather difficult and you have to cultivate that over many, many years. But that, he doesn't want this global brand to be seen by those who aren't supporting the club. Oh, it's a sideshow. It's an absolute sideshow. Yeah, but he doesn't want a, a club, his club to be hated and laughed at and scorned. Mm. And and so there, and that's what Mourinho that's what Mourinho provides. That's what he not, brings, isn't it? That's, that's what, what he brings, yeah that he enjoys as we've touched on many many times but uh, yeah it's it's strange isn't it because that that the fear factor Chelsea had has also gone I think you know Mourinho when he first came to the Premier League there was something novel about him he was so stylish and so so charismatic and you know that sort of the, the arrogance he had seemed weirdly charming but mm. now we're used to that and that's become boring and the press have, have turned on him the sort of general affection he'd get from people that you know aren't even Chelsea fans is gone now yeah. and it's it's a weird thing I think that siege mentality thing is must be annoying when it's not working like just everyone hating you that can't be much fun as a human being and and in the past, you know, when they conceded, it almost felt like that was arbitrary and didn't mean much. And you mm. always felt that, you know, by the end of the game, they would win. But now you, you just don't think that at all. You think, oh, they're just going to pick up the ball, sulk and go home, which is very much in the mould of their manager and the way he's behaving at the moment. Mm. I, I called it wrong on the previous show on Friday. I sort of kicking myself when I saw it unfold because I thought that people were underestimating how quite how bad West Ham had been at home. And then I thought Chelsea might actually... I thought Chelsea were in the process of turning a corner. Of course, we've subsequently found out just how bad Aston Villa are. So that's probably, <laughs> that was a sort of bit of a false position. Well, no, but, that's it, yeah. But then West Ham, what they did was essentially, yep. and I should have seen it coming really, was they set themselves up absolutely exactly the same as they would have done away from that's home. That's right. Because they're not under pressure mm. at home from their fans to, 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 to go at Chelsea. Yep. And it's just worked perfectly. Playing to, to mm. Bilic's hands absolutely perfectly. Mm. But the problem for, for Chelsea is that as well as all the stuff you've touched on, Jim, is for me now, it just seems like the way football is these days. And we've seen reports in the newspapers here in London saying um, Simeone's being sounded out, they're trying to convince Guardiola, and it comes down to whether they can get someone to, to replace him. And if they can, I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, people do change, of course, but Abramovich has got previous here. If he can pull the trigger and get an improvement on, on Mourinho, yeah. which mm. arguably Simeone... And definitely Guardiola. And Ancelotti, is. if he came back, I don't think they go. I'd back be surprised Ancelotti. if Ancelotti but would go back. The, what's the difference between Mourinho and Simeone? Simeone is still very, very hungry, and I think you always hire a hungry yeah, man. Always. Absolutely, I, I think as well. You... <laughs> that's what you're writing your CV, isn't it? Yeah. Is that oh, well, Leeds... I am always a hungry <laughs> man. Is, is, that's, that's why Leeds went for Steve Evans, presumably. <laughs> ah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if all this friction with the FA and you know the criticism of the refs and like this whole conspiracy theory nonsense that he's always putting forward about how you know everyone's out to get them is a way for him to give himself an excuse 
uh, if you know if he leaves because you know it all went well, south. So you can r- say, oh, they they basically conspired against me, and I had no choice. But yeah, to go, absolutely. Yeah. My position became untenable, similar to you know how it played out at Real Madrid, and you know it was kind of like that at Inter as well, and actually everywhere he's been, bar Porto. Really, is he, is he, he must fir- be sick of himself. Is he going <laughs> <laughs> to be the first manager to fully exhaust the fines process? Because <laughs> yeah. his players are going to, he's going to Chelsea are going to get a fine for fans to control their players because they've seven bookers and they're That's red. Right. Um, he's already been fined hugely, and mm-hmm. now he's going to get fined again for being sent to the stands. He refused to do his media commitments. <laughs> get fined for that <laughs> he's talked about a conspiracy against so he'll probably get fined for that yeah. I mean it's almost Stop like back. fines aren't putting him off it's, like it's that, almost like yeah. he's independently wealthy it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like that scene from is it uh, The Breakfast Club but sir four weeks detention yeah. but you can't five weeks detention yeah. that's not the FA like with Mourinho yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll be sneaking in in one of those uh, laundry bins again before we know it yeah. remember that yeah. of course yeah. I do yeah. who's going to come in that's the thing like Abramovich isn't going to ring up Bayern and go do you want to do you want to swap do you want to yeah, exactly, do, yeah. do a swap Benitez, Real Madrid. Mm. Come on! Amazing, <laughs> wouldn't it? Le- Leicester beat uh, Leicester beat Palace one 0 Vardy with a great goal. Linked with Real Madrid, he is <laughs> being linked with Real Madrid, and so he bloody should be, Jim. That goal was reminiscent of the one Messi scored against Arsenal. If you remember when Messi flicked it over the keeper, I have nightmares about it to this day. Uh, but um, it was glorious. It was uh, utterly glorious from Vardy, and he said he saw that in a game, and then thought, I fancy a bit of that. If I, see, if I get the chance and he did Obama Yang and Lewandowski are the only two players in Europe's top league to, um, yep. to score more goals than him this season that's astounding isn't yeah. it is it, is it 10 in are... 10 and is it 8 in 8 Premier League goals is that right it's something seven, crazy like that 7 games in a row 7 games in a row Friday Friday Friday. I think, yeah. Palace were unlucky not to get a penalty or two yeah, oh, Pards! Pards was chomping at the oh bit to chin. Oh my goodness! He was chomping at the bit to chin someone again. He was. He, he's he, not going to last. He's going to break. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no another week of that, and he's gone. What's going to happen is at one point he's going to break. He's going to chin someone. Yeah. He's going to go home. He's going <laughs> to cry to his wife. No, he's never going to get the England job. Yeah, and then who knows what will happen? He might get the Chelsea job. You never know. Well, he deserves it. But it's great because you can almost <laughs> literally see the angel and the devil on each shoulder of Pardew. Yeah. Angel's going, England job. Devil's going, chin him. Yeah, devil's going, <laughs> push you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. No, the angel is going, England job, England job, chin him later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Chin him at a major tournament. <laughs> I think. Get a large one. Get the, a world world needs to, the world needs to know who you are. <laughs> who the real you is, Alan. <laughs> just a knock at the door. Hello, I'm your uh, your linesmanogram, and he just pushes them off. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. I think if if uh, Pardew did ever get like a big job, like the Chelsea job or something, I could just see him on the touchline mouthing to himself you deserve this yeah <laughs> do you remember when he said Chelsea played their part um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I read earlier I forget who it was at Stoke but someone is talking about using the Chelsea game because they're playing Stoke next someone's talking about Stoke's talking about using the Chelsea game to bounce back from a disappointing defeat against Watford <laughs> Chelsea just been absolutely that is hammered super by everyone that is yeah. superb it's like they've been dancing with the devil and now the music stopped and now <laughs> yeah. they've got to face it exactly exactly before we go to the championship uh, Harry Kane got a hat-trick away to Bournemouth yeah mm. he, he needed those girls. Well done, Hazza. Mm. Arthur Boric was drunk. <laughs> yeah, he was. The, yeah. the whole Bournemouth defence, I think the third goal in particular, they were just just, <laughs> just all over the place. Like, it's, it's weird because you look at that performance and they've had a couple of absolute spankings recently. And the, the most important thing at the moment is even if they don't pick up a win, they've got to, got to address that. You can't get hammered 5-1 every week. It just destroys mm. your morale. But well, you uh, look at that and think, they have got as much chance as a dog in a horror film in this league, yeah. like, <laughs> if, if that keeps going up. But then you look at the table and they're not in the bottom that's like great heart from that I mean they've barely got anyone with any Premier League experience and still they're above them yeah well Luke did say on the preview show that Bournemouth won't enjoy that match well, it's, it's a difficult game for them Spurs are so hard working Pochettino's got them 
at it now, playing as he wants them to play. Um, if Kane if Kane can stay fit and and he can take that hat trick and use it to spoo- to sort of uh, boost his confidence. They can. I mean, really, they are short up front, but they can really kick on. They, they can. can. They the are. helped them out. I mean, yeah, Andy Howe leapt his defence on match of the day, and that was nice to see. He said that, you so. know, he was he was a really important player for us in our promotion season, and we know he's a good goalkeeper and all the stuff you'd expect him to say. But I mean, that's that. Um, he, that he, went, he, went to, he went on to say out there. Beer is not licensed. It's fine. It's, <laughs> yeah, a, it's yeah. a soft drink. Yeah. <laughs> I've told him to stop. He won't. Yeah. yeah. I know. I think. I think Spurs might be on the march. Um, right then, let's go to the Championship. Where uh, and by the way, there was a, that was a London derby, the West Ham Chelsea. Yeah. If you were wondering where all the derbies were coming from, but there was a Lancashire derby, Blackburn mm. versus Burnley. It was a great win for Sean Dyche and his, and his chaps, one nil away. What to a goal! Black, oh yeah. yeah, I mean that's going to be that is just local fame for life. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, local <laughs> hero status. Spot on. Asserted. and yeah. that's what football is about. He'll never yeah. have to buy another pint in Burnley again, and yep. he will never be able to visit Blackburn again, <laughs> as it should be. But Blackburn are really struggling, aren't they? They, they are. They're in eighteenth, but yeah. Burnley up in third on the same points as Hull. Steve Bruce and Sean Dyche. Mm. Could they be back? Could they be back? Reminiscing. Could yeah. they be back? I'll tell you who is back. Shola Ramiobi. Oh, hey, come on, on his debut for Bolton. Not too shoddy, eh? Yeah. Came on after 12 minutes due to an, an injury, and it was his first goal in English football since May 2014. I Brilliant. think he's going to enjoy it down there. <laughs> he's a striker. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> do you remember when um, he, he called the police because he thought he'd been robbed, and when of they course. got there, he um, realised he'd just... You know, hadn't tidied up. Yeah, he lost it. He lost his checkbook, and they did. did they did checkbook. an empty. They, they, yeah, what? Didn't think people use them much. He's a very old man. Now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, football clubs use fax machines and checkbooks. Show yeah. him on the He's also responsible for the greatest football photo of all time, which is him riding a bike, eating an apple. Oh, yeah. that is yeah. top drawer. He can multitask. <laughs> yeah, he can. But um, Bolton obviously got huge problems with their finances and stuff like that, mm. and they're really struggling, scratching around for players and stuff. So yeah. I mean, Show's come. He's got a lot of experience, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. Comedy aside, it's not a completely ridiculous Him and Esky. Yeah, He's scored 50 goals in, yeah. in yeah, how long? 400 appearances. <laughs> yeah. oh, He's dear. one in 10 man. Yeah. Two one all draws for Steve Evans since he joined Leeds. Uh, Steve Evans said in a press conference uh, recently, I think the players saw a corner turn when Steve Evans walked in. He also said, I'm a realist. Steve Evans doesn't lie in bed and dream. <laughs> is, that, is that you in bed with another man called Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I do, to be fair to Steve Evans, uh, and uh, we've already talked about his, his record, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's a bit of an arse, but this, this, <laughs> this line did make me laugh. Apparently, he also said when, he, when um, he took his first training session, he grabbed all the players around and started talking to them, and the, at the end of his little first little speech, he went, and if you don't like me, don't worry about it, I'll be gone by Friday. Did he say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Good he, on he, Steve Evans. He is... Uh, uh, if you're a journalist, he's a manager, absolute yeah. dream. He'll always oh, give boy. you all the quotes you want in yeah. the world. The third person thing's great. Yeah, a lot of managers. But Tim Sherwood's doing that a lot. We, yeah. we need to see that kept up because it genuinely is very funny. Yeah, would that make you cry if that left football? Luke Moore would very much like to see that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, in League One, Barnsley lost uh, home to Fleetwood. Great result for, for Fleetwood. That is. But yeah. the big story there was a Barnsley fan went to the loo at half time and fell asleep on the pot. Yeah. In the cubicle, <laughs> he woke up seven hours later. He blamed seven. booze for this. Uh, uh, yeah, my, I my, hope my so. Booze, lock me in. <laughs> <laughs> he managed to find his way onto the concourse, and he set off a security alarm, uh, which notified the necessary people, of course. 
Um, and then he was, I think he was on top of a, a building trying to get attention. Yeah. And a spokesperson, the, the quote here is quite something. A spokesperson from the uh, Barnsley Fire Brigade said, we had to get the ladder to get him down, well, fair enough. He had no shoes on and he had lost his mobile phone and his hat. He was more bothered about his hat, though. He seemed a smartly dressed lad. <laughs> what <laughs> is going on there? It's an eventful weekend. Someone, has, has someone pinched his shit? Oh, look at this guy. Yeah, Two so- words, extreme cottaging. <laughs> <laughs> there's something very Breaking Bad's Jesse Pinkman about that. Story. Yeah. You can imagine so. Pinkman doing that. Oh, dearie me. We're going to talk about European football after this. Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing, nothing result. I'm Craig Brown, welcome to the Football Ramble. Oh, we're back again, just like I said. Uh, don't forget the Football Ramble Premier League preview show sponsored by Bet365 on Friday mornings. Every Friday morning. Yes. We talked, we've referenced it slightly um, uh, just earlier. a couple of times earlier, but um, the first week we did a prediction and with the with the winning bet proceeds going to charity, but unfortunately, and that, and that won, but the second week I went for um, both teams to score in the Manchester derby, so that oh. went well. <laughs> so thanks, to we Football should, of Manchester, yeah. you have single-handedly denied Prostate Council yeah. UK a sum of money. We're there. in the process <laughs> of suing Manchester City Council, it doesn't so matter. Though. posted on that. Luke hates charity. Yeah, I do not, I bloom and love it. But yeah, so look out for that on Friday morning, oh, next one. Pete's got a message of his own. I have, yeah, uh, on uh, Absolute Radio, uh, which you can listen to at absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash listen. Uh, we've got live commentary of West Ham versus Everton. Home so there win. we go. Mm. Home That's win. Or seventh. away win or draw. That's the admin out of the way. Hey. Mm. Uh, around Europe we go. Big win for Moyes and his men. 4-0 away to yeah. Levante. Needed that. They needed it. Needed yeah. it. Reports suggest that Moyes wants to stay at least until the end of the season. So he's probably bought himself a little bit more time there. So yeah. he obviously doesn't want the Villa job right away. Convincing win. And Carlos Vela as well got a couple of absolutely dinktastic goals. Yeah. He's still the dinkiest player to have ever dinked. Mm. Dink master general. It. Is he still on loan from Arsenal? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Can I get him back for the inevitable <laughs> Uh, the inevitable injury crisis in March. <laughs> um, uh, Real Madrid beat Celta Vigo 3-1. Benitez aside the top. They've only conceded three goals in 12 games Listen, all season. Benitez is um, a controversial figure for some reason. Some people yeah. rate him, some don't. He gets things done. He just <laughs> gets things done. He got Chelsea when they were they were struggling that time as interim manager. Uh, to Champions League and a, Euro- a Europa League win. Yeah, He won the Champions League with Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool. And got them back to a final. Yeah, and, and uh, won the league with Valencia, did yeah. he not? I mean, he's, he's got a decent... CV. Did you also see in Spain that a fan invaded the pitch at the new camp? Oh yeah, and and basically with straps and Neymar got a selfie with him, and Neymar was like quite all right about it. I think it was after the it was, <laughs> it was after in the, the middle game. of the game. Wasn't it? I think it was in the middle of the game. Was it middle of the game? I thought it was after the game. Either way, it's fine. either way, yeah. it shouldn't have happened. Security at yeah. the uh, at the new camp. I, I like that of Neymar though. That he's just been. He seems like a good egg, doesn't he? He yeah. does seem like a good egg. Yeah, yeah. wasn't the same as that uh, that Dutch. Uh, goalkeeper when there was a pitch invader about was it about three or four years ago maybe maybe five years ago when he ran on at the, the keeper and uh, he tried to kick the keeper and the keeper got out of the way and then gave him a shoe in I think that's fair game I think if you enter the field of play which is a, which you're not allowed yeah. to do if you if you go into that bare pit yep, yep. don't be surprised if you get a, a, yeah. a bit of a, a bit of a biting correct <laughs> <laughs> a scalping. A bit of a clawing. In Germany, Bayern made it 10 wins from 10 in the league, becoming the first Bundesliga side to do so. It was also the club's 1,000th win in the Bundesliga. Boring. Of all time, not this season. Boring. But it probably, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> if it was this season, they'd be on 3,000 points. Yeah. And very unlikely to relinquish the title at that stage. <laughs> Uh, in Serie A, there was history made at Milan. Gianluigi Donnarumma, I think it's pronounced, um, became the uh, youngest goalkeeper, according to reports, ever to start a match in Serie A at 16 years and 242 days Incredible, old. Born it? in 1999, probably doesn't even remember the Millennium Bug. 
No. <laughs> he probably doesn't know. Oh, the millennium bug. <laughs> now we're talking. Oh, yeah. my goodness. We all remember those dark days recovering <sighs> from that. The bug was fortunately never aggravated, and, uh, <laughs> and we've all lived happily ever after since. Uh, also in Serie A, uh, Roma, they lead the way, but four teams, Napoli, Fiorentina, Inter and Lazio, are just two points behind them. Juve eight points off the pace, Jim. I mean, it's exciting. Yeah, it is, it's good. It's about time that Juve collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's been boring, isn't it? They've just been romping to it every yeah. time. The, the, yeah, I was about to say they're doing the Chelsea, but I think they're a bit well. You know, yeah, they're, they're a Chelsea a bit, are 11 points. Off than, than I mean, Chelsea, Spain, it's pretty tight at the top at Spain. At this stage. Yeah. But the, the good thing not is, in Germany, though. In Italy, Roma occasionally win it. They yeah. are the team that occasionally win it. Like Valencia. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Occasionally win it? What? Once or twice? They've three it, times they, in the history? They won it in 2000, didn't they? Yeah, that's, they, they, that's what I mean. They sort of they, they go a decade here and there. And then they, they, mm, I think, they, they I think what Jim's saying is they do one. They do that's one. what I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. And it'd be nice to see it. All right. It would be nice to see it. Would that what we all agreed? I, what, I don't understand well, no, but what Roma you're doubting have, here. Roma have only won the league title something like two or three times in their history. Yeah, but I'm talking in modern history. Yeah. All right. Under Capello, it was in 2000, I believe. You have to look at all of history. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Marcus Speller only looks at small amounts of history. Oh, Jim does. Yeah. Oh, anyway, right. uh, let's go to FIFA. Uh, talking of history, um, Tokyo Sex Whale or Sex <laughs> Sex Wale. Is, Sex Wale we've had our fun. Sex Wale. We've had our fun. We've had our fun with a very proud anti-apartheid <laughs> campaigner. Yeah. 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 Who served it, 13 years. If, if anyone's the giants in this situation, it's us, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're the real winners here. Yeah. yeah, he was on Robben Island for 13 years and served some of his time with Nelson Mandela. So the man deserves... Mandela. Yeah, a bit yeah. more respect than what we've given him. Yeah. Um, so sorry it wasn't about just that. us, though. It was Sepp Blatter's fault, wasn't it? Because when the, the, when Tokyo <laughs> Sex Wale came to everyone's attention, Everything it was, was when Blatter's he was fault. sort of batting away uh, the accusations of being ridiculous. And mm. he, it, like, it, the initial thing he said was something like, I'm, I'm a man of the utmost dignity, now I'm off to meet my friend Tokyo Sex Wale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <that's- laughs> And Tokyo's not even his actual real That's name, right, is no. it? No. It's, uh... <laughs> really? No, yeah, it's yeah. Not. no, but I think, it, according to his Wikipedia page, so take, take that with a pinch of salt, it comes from his karate exploits when he was a young lad. There you go. Mm. Well, there you go. The guy sounds yeah. quite amazing. The FIFA thing is obviously an absolute sham. And, and well, he's I, running for presidency. Yeah, right. He's thrown his hat into the But he's been part of the whole setup for a, a yeah. long time. Well, and they all have been. They all have. Yeah. They, I mean, they have. He's, he's currently an anti-racism advisor with FIFA. I mean, since, uh, obviously, the unpleasant history about Robin Island, he was um, work, he worked in government, he became a very successful businessman. He was the host of South Africa's version of The Apprentice, apparently. Yeah. Right. Wasn't he criticised for being too indecisive in the final? Wow. Brilliant. You're a- fired, so I think. Job share? Give him the job. Give him the job. Well, we don't know what the candidates were vote, like. Vote Baggio. Yeah. He needs to throw his hat in the ring. Yeah. Is him or Ramon Vega? Well, you know that, I think the, the people's de- choice. I think the deadline's tonight and Platini's not withdrawn. Apparently Platini's not, not withdrawn. Of course so he's, he's not withdrawn. Still, still of course he's not. Yeah. No, it's absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Um, oh, we need a, a quick corrections and clarifications uh, podcast time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, That's our new midweek show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this. Uh... Last week I said that Nigel Adkins was Reading manager instead yeah. of Sheffield United manager. Uh-huh. Um, ruining an otherwise excellent anecdote. Which it was. When, when will I learn? <laughs> when will I learn? But thanks for everyone getting in touch. Didn't get in touch about any of the other excellent stuff we all did. <laughs> so that's been noted. It's a yeah. negative feedback situation we've mm. got. In with I think he might go really, really big. I think he might really mm. stake a claim as it as being pushing Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, pushing that's... Messi and Ronaldo. I mean, Jim chucked that in there. To be I, fair, that's unnecessary. Yeah. Are there correct corrections and clarifications? Cor- You've had yeah. your fun. You've had your fun. When that, when Hazard gets forty goals between now and May, you'll oh, yeah. be, you'll, 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 the egg will be on your face, Donaldson. Get the shagging every night. Oh, I don't know. We've done that Premier is. League. That was ages ago. <laughs> Marcus, wrestle control back of Peter. Um, we. Uh, I don't know how to do podcasts in Japan, Pete. 
but over same. here, oh, talking of Sax Donaldson, you, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you said that like uh, Sir Alex Ferguson did when uh, Arsene Wenger turned up to the Premier League oh, yeah. and started saying, so I can't remember what he was suggesting a rule change or how the league is structured or maybe a winter break, something like that. And they said to, to, to Ferguson, What do you think of Arsene Wenger's comments? And Ferguson, of course, had complete contempt with him mm. uh, for, for a long time in his career. And he said, Well, Okay, so this guy's he's come from Japan. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> so disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. I did, did you, that I, underdeveloped nation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we ever sort of discussed it, Wenger's um, exit uh, kind of... It wasn't really an interview, but it was in the middle of the pitch. Uh, it was Grampus... Was it Grampus that he uh, used to... Was it Quite possibly. No, well, I, I think that was... That was, that was Lineker. Lineker's, yeah. uh, well, whoever he uh, managed, he was, it was, it was um, basically on the last game of his, uh, of his tenure, he was saying goodbye to all the people. And the speech he did was clear that he'd not learnt a single word of Japanese. <laughs> Watashiwa Arsene Wenger. I am Swim Arsene Wenger. Head, we know that, mate. <laughs> we know that bit. Yeah. That's great, that is. <laughs> Steve Evans' brilliant. approach. Um, and now we go to the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Yes, I thought we'd do this email about um, about Steve Evans. Yes, go about, on. Then. About, well, it's not really about Steve Evans. It's more about Massimo Cellino. Oh, yeah. Um, last week I asked for someone to get in touch with a and produce some sort of spreadsheet um, detailing the record of each manager under Cellino and giving us an average day's that Steve Evans will potentially spend in the job. And Paul Forres has stepped up. Big Paul. <laughs> Paul, you stepped up to the plate and we greatly appreciate it. He's worked it all out. Obviously, a spreadsheet isn't really an audio feature, so I'm going to have to sort of talk you through it. Um, the average amount of time a manager has spent in the in the job under Cellino is 88 days. So, for Steve Evans to to make obviously parity with that, he will need to he will roughly last till Saturday, the 12th of January, which is the day that Leeds play Sheffield Wednesday at Hillsborough, a big Yorkshire derby. Ooh. So, um, if he makes it uh, that far, he's do, he's doing pretty well. But that's that's the um, that's the prediction so far. It's not an official Morse Giles prediction. I'm just saying to 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 reach parity with the other managers on Chilino's watch. Mm, yeah. Evans will last to around mid January. His average exit date. Yeah. So watch that with interest. It was nice. nice it was nice that you managed to bring a uh, visual feature to the audio medium, which is something that Sam Allardyce should have done in that England interview. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Correct. It was yeah. PowerPoint. Absolutely. Correct. Any, uh, let's have some, some uh, more traditional traditional highlights. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, but that was very appreciated, Paul. Thank you very much. M Glass has been in touch on Twitter saying uh, mm. my highlight of the week is Alan Smith on Sky approving of a substitution in Arsenal v Everton by saying the team needed an injection of legs <laughs> <laughs> great um, uh, John McPhillips says low player numbers due to the Manchester derby at the weekend resulted in my Sunday league team Collingwood FC getting six points three points awarded as our original opponents didn't show uh, a swiftly arranged match with another, with another team whose opponents also didn't show mm. meant we won 5-3 we now have 18 points from 8 games 9 <laughs> of which have been directly earned by teams folding or not showing up lifting, lifting us up to a club record position of 3rd in the league <laughs> if results go our way next week or our opponents don't show up we could potentially go top amazing <laughs> keep us posted John Beautiful. you're going to be top of the league without actually having to play any football at all yeah. last roots are just thriving aren't they they are very much very much so yeah <laughs> um, and I should end with this one really David Doherty says uh, Saturday's clash between Swansea and Villa showed that anything AU can do AU can do better AU can do anything better than AU <laughs> <laughs> Can I have an honourable mention for Gareth Barry getting sent off against Arsenal with what I believe are his 107th and 108th Premier League yellow cards <laughs> That's great isn't it? That's astounding my, isn't it? Yes, my goodness great. 
week. My highlight of the week was realising that uh, Jurgen Klopp looks a little bit like Stephen Merchant, which is even more funny when you think that he's taken over from David, David Brennan. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> very nice. Uh, a website roundup, please. Yeah, this week there's been amazing, amazingly mm. detailed forum chat about Jeff Goldblum's status in the Hollywood <laughs> alphabet. Is he A list? Is he B list? Jim, you've created a monster B list. Uh, so check that out. Um, there's a Gigi Bacali update. Um, Alan Halilovic being forced to drink cider by a middle-aged man. That's very good, that video, actually. Uh, and Eric Cantona's got his ass out again. Yeah. So that's good. Um, and that's edited, of course, <laughs> by the always excellent Kelly Wells, who you can follow at Kelly underscore Wells on Twitter. Marvellous stuff. Um, uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We've come to the end of a uh, lovely show, if I may say so myself. Um, you may. Don't uh, forget that you can catch us again on Friday with the Premier League preview show. And if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The website is thefootballramble.com and we're on Twitter, at Football Ramble, Facebook and Instagram. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Beatty. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.